You can catch the UEFA Champions League live, exclusive, and in 4K on Stan Sport. Marks Bosnich is step stopping by with us today. I'm on fire at the moment. <laughs> welcome back. Sorry, Boz. That was an awful introduction, but welcome to the show, mate. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Ah, uh, going good, Boz. Now, Boz, have you been to New York City? Yes. Have you been to Peter Luger's the steak joint? It's a famous joint there. Yeah, it, it doesn't ring a bell automatically, but probably, probably. We used to have, uh, when I used to play international breaks, as they do now, mm. but uh, a lot of times Australia, Australia, the Socceroos were not playing. So uh, as long as we were going well and the results were going well, managers used to pretty much say, well, you can do what you, can do what you want for the first week, as long as we clocked in what type of training that we did. So a lot of times we just jet off uh, across the pond um, uh, to to New York, it was uh, yeah, it was good days. Is, is is that one of your favorite cities, New York? I love it. I could I could I, my goal is to live yeah. there. Twelve just yeah. twelve months. I want to do twelve. Yeah, months. there's there's a lot. I mean, a lot of places have been all around the world. Are fantastic, and I tell you what, Sydney comes right up right up close to it. If I had to say, I don't know, top three, Sydney would be up Boz, there. Give me a top yeah, three. Well, Exclude Sydney. Well, I, I would give us, give us, give us five. Give us five. How's okay. that? So Sydney, London, Sydney, Sydney, London, New York. I'll go um, Miami and mm. Moscow. Miami, Ooh, all, Moscow. all the M's, all the M's. Why Miami? And because I, I, I heard Miami was rubbish. No, it's got it's got something for everyone. Whether it's uh, whether it be for for teams or or, or single people. Or whether it be for couples, it's it's got something for everyone. Right. Have you been to um, Mexico? Mexico's very Mexico? hard. No, I haven't. No, I don't think I have. I'll have to check. I don't think I have. Yeah. Might and have went there for a game at one stage, but I, like it doesn't sort of just automatically when you say it ring a bell in terms that I've been there for like for a holiday. Um, just before we get into the Champions League stuff, have you been watching any of the Messi uh, stuff over there in the um, US League? I think they call it MLS, don't they? We're, yeah, the MLS. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's been doing absolutely fantastic. That whole league uh, is going to a new level. Yeah, uh, and they've done a really good job with it, and, and understandably so as well. I think you'll find, and you're seeing the same now with Saudi Arabia. Once nations, obviously, the next World Cup is going to be in the USA, Canada, and Mexico, as you call it. Um, <laughs> teams teams like to have their leagues sort of you know really going you know in in the right direction, so to speak. Um, but if you look at the franchises, they do it a franchise system. And if you look at the price they will they were worth, say, ten years ago, yep. in comparison to now, you you realise the value that that uh, that the league has put on those the, those franchises. Hence, that all flows throughout the game. You see a lot more United States players playing in the big leagues in Europe, um, and it's uh, it's it's really shaping up very well. Do you think the A League would be looking at this uh, MLS because the MLS back say 15, 20 years ago was was rubbish. Like yeah. they were well, part- I wouldn't say ru- I wouldn't say well, no, no, I wouldn't say rubbish. They, they were- yeah, I wouldn't say rubbish, but it was no. You can't, I don't think you would say rubbish, but it's not what it is today. Put it that way. Well, they they were part timers, so the highest pay. No, they went. I think they they went full time. I I am sure in the nineties yeah. when I went there, played some games. Nope. Oh, that's another good city. Oh, San Francisco. That was brilliant. That is good. When I played some games, I'm I'm sure. No, nope. I'm quite sure that they no, were you're wrong, time, buddy. You're wrong. When Beckham <laughs> when Beckham went over there. His teammates were all part time. Some were janitors, some were pool cleaners, some were gardeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I find that hard to believe, but I'd take your word for it. No, you believe me, Boz, when I say to you. 
Uh, Boz, that's what I just said. I find it. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> well, you've, you've come in quite angry. Have we said anything? Is something? Is everything all right? Because you, you're not your jovial no, self. Not what a, have I no, done? not at all. I'm, I, I no, no, not at all. Maybe, maybe a little bit tired from getting up this morning for the Champions League. Oh, but not at you all. You know when, right. what it's like, Fletcher. We we went to watch the AFL that time with yourself and your good mate Heine. Uh, Heine. You know what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you know, yeah. I talk. You know, I talk. I talk. When you ask me questions, I'm I'm paying you due respect to answer the questions properly. That's all. Yeah, if enough. it comes across in any type of way. I really apologise. No, no, it's not. But it's usually not. You, you, it's not the bozzer. Well, if I it's not, why'd you say it then? Be- because I said it. Because it's not the usual bozzer. All right, relax, relax. All right, don't make an argument, Alvar. No, just not, a little I'm joke, buddy. Relax yourself. No. You, haven't had, <laughs> you haven't had a cigar, have you? You haven't had a cigar today. You haven't your cigar and your scotch. And your laugh's going oh, on too long. No. <laughs> anyway, let's no, get no, into let's get into right, soccer. Let's get to the Champions League. Uh, uh, Champions League. Champions League. Champions League. Sorry. Uh, Bayern yeah, Munich, mate. Uh, yeah, look, Bayern Munich are doing very well. I wouldn't say they're flying, um, but a lot of their supporters that I've spoken to recently are actually liking this more because so many seasons they've come out of the block so quick and then all of a sudden they falter towards the end of the season. Well, this time it's been a little bit different. Um, they've, done, they've done brilliant in the Champions League. They've won every game. And Harry Kane has been a phenomenal signing. Last night was his 11th goal and fifth assist in as many games in all competitions. But uh, they aren't quite playing. They're only third in the league, albeit only two points behind the leaders, Leverkusen. They're not playing at the same level that they have in previous seasons this time of year, which I actually think is, and a lot of their supporters think, is a better thing. Now, in Germany, they have a winter break. So their theory is we'd like to come back and finish stronger rather than come back and sort of say, you know, after the winter break, and say, well, where's that team that we had before the winter break? So, but still, I mean, absolute phenomenal record in the group stage in the Champions League, another win. And it looks as though pretty much secured their qualification uh, for the knockout rounds uh, in in the new year. What about the, another another big team, Real Madrid 2-1 against Barga? This Jude Bellingham, 10 goals in 11 games as well for Real. Is he the real deal? Oh, oh, most definitely. And everyone's known that for quite some time. A youngster, he started his career at Birmingham, would you believe? Um, that, that's that's the joke in Birmingham. I speak to some people, so from Birmingham to the Bernabeu, <laughs> and had a really good time Had a really good time at Borussia Dortmund um, and then made the move to, to, to Real Madrid and, and is very fortunate as well uh, to have a manager in Carlo Ancelotti, who is not so much a modern-day manager in terms of, you know, the, the big trend in football is positional play. People stay in their zones. They don't go out here. And sometimes it can become a little bit robotic, especially when you attack. He's more a manager that allows the players to express themselves and go where they think, knowing that other players are experienced enough to cover. Mm. But he changed his whole system just to suit Jude, Billing, Jude Bellingham. He's, he's played a different system that he's played for quite some time in his career. And, and it's worked to an absolute treat. It's bringing out the best of his qualities. He's very good, Carlo Ancelotti, recognising... And let everyone, everyone else in the dressing room know that this is the best player. There's no need to get upset about it or whatever, but we're going to play to his strengths because he's going to win us games. And he's been doing that so far. Uh, they've been in outstanding form. Man United also won uh, 1-0 against Copenhagen. Uh, Harry Maguire scores yeah. the match winner. But Andre Nana, the hero, with some huge saves. Yeah, very emotional night at Old Trafford. Um, uh, the, the, Sir Bobby, the great Sir Bobby Charlton, passed away on the weekend. Yeah. So it was some wonderful tributes. Uh, that was coming from everyone. It's somebody who epitomised Manchester United, I, I, I think, as much as anyone, if not the most. Uh, so it was a very emotional night. Tough game against Copenhagen, a team that you'd normally expect Manchester United to beat quite comfortably, but it wasn't that. Then Copenhagen, actually, in the first half, were the better side. Like you said, Harry Maguire got the header. It looked as though it was home and hose. In the last minute, um, Copenhagen got awarded a penalty. Uh, and Andre Anana, who's coming for some rightful criticism uh, at the, for his start to the season, 
pulled off a wonderful penalty stop. So hopefully that kickstarts him and gives him a lot of confidence. Uh, but it was a very emotional night. And that's going to be a tight group. Because you mentioned before Galatasaray, um, that, that's Manchester United's first points. They're on three points. Galatasaray uh, as well uh, are on the, on three points. So I think, no, say I think Galatasaray are on four points. So it's going to be a massive battle um, for that second place between them two. And I wouldn't write off Copenhagen as well because they'll be very encouraged by their first half performance. And they got Manchester United in two weeks. It was, we switch it round in the Champions League. So the team you play third, then you play them fourth, and then you play the team you played second, fifth, and then the team you played first, which is Bayern Munich for Manchester United, you play last. So still a lot to play for for that second and third place uh, in that group. Uh, Boz, can we talk about the Socceroos? One zip, lost to England. Um, yeah. And then uh, two win over New Zealand. Two zip over yeah. New Zealand. What's your thoughts on the two games? I, I, I thought, I, I didn't see the New Zealand game. Um, but I, I watched the England game and I thought they did very well, albeit and understandably, it, it's understandable. You have to say it's no problem and no shame in that England played the, a, a second string side in that first game for the most part. But still, you know, when you're talking about a second string side from England, you're talking about a phenomenal side. And I thought the Socceroos did very well. Um, they created some really good chances. Um, I thought Graham Arnold got it pretty much spot on. He realised that he wasn't going to have, you know, if they tried to battle for possession that they were going to lose out. So he sat him back. Uh, they, were, they were very solid for the vast majority of part. And like I said, they created some really good chances. And another night, they could have really got something out of it. Um, but again, two things. Like I said, the first thing, that was a second-string England side, and it was a friendly game. But a wonderful honour for everyone involved who hasn't. I think only Massimo Luongo was the only person in the squad that's played at Wembley before oh, in a yeah. playoff final some oh. years ago. So a wonderful honour for everyone involved to, to play at Wembley. Oh, it's a cracking stadium. Remember, I played there. Like, I, I actually, even when you lose playing at Wembley Stadium, it will stay with you forever. I've always thought that. So, I, see, um... yeah, I guess, I, I guess it would. I haven't lost there. So, oh well, I did actually once in the charity shield, but that's like a friendly. But the two cup finals, I was fortunate to win. Yeah, but it is, it is a good stadium. I'm going to put actually, it's, it's one of my sayings. I say that about very few plays, the Theatre of Dreams. But uh, just listen to this uh, scope. Even if you lose playing at Wembley Stadium, it will stay with you forever. It's quite. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good I've got a lot of sayings. Quote. I do have got a lot of sayings. Uh, what about the Premier League? Uh, Boz, just before we uh, finish up, mate, Aussie Ange, he's just on fire over them at the moment. 23 points from his first nine games as manager. That is a Premier League record. It is. Uh, and that's a fantastic record he's, he's, uh, for his first nine games. And the person he beat was somebody that we all know very well in Gus Hiddink, um, who, who had for his first nine games, I think it was 21 points. And a chap... Um, who's passed away now, um, called Mike Walker, who in the inaugural season of the Premier League, um, he did that with Norwich as well. So uh, absolutely fantastic start. It's not a quarter yet through the season, but I'd much rather be where Ange is than where some of the other teams are. They've played some wonderful football. They've really reinvigorated the, the base support for Spurs worldwide. Um, they've got them really you know, believing themselves. And we all said that. We said, you know, success may take some time. However, the style of football will... will will leave you basically every week saying, you know, when's the next game coming? When's the next game coming? And they will, over a 38-game season, you do go through your bad patches. There's no doubt about that. But right now, they've earned the right to enjoy themselves. They're top of the table, like you said. Uh, they haven't lost the game uh, in the league. They obviously got knocked out of the League Cup by Fulham, but Ange played a second-string side. And it's wonderful for us, for Australian football, and especially for Australian coaches, to be able mm. to see somebody that started here, started in the old NSL and done so well there, done so well in the A-League, done so well for Australia that there is a pathway and they'll all know as well 
Now, the, the, the big European leagues will be looking and saying, well, hang on a minute. Well, there must be talent down there. So it's really fantastic all around. But like I said, a long way to go. They've got uh, Crystal Palace this weekend, which away from home is, is not an easy game. And Crystal Palace has got thumped last week by Newcastle 4-0. So it's always difficult playing a team after they got thumped. But like I said, so far, so good. Uh, and you generally look at the table after 10 games and, and you have a, that's, a, that's generally a gauge. And like I said, they are at top of the table because they deserve to be top of the table. And may it long continue for Ange and for Australian football's sake. Yeah, would it, so obviously the goal is to win the Premier League and the top of the table now, but would even just qualifying for the Champions League be a great result for Ange regardless, you know? Like, superb. Yeah. No, superb, Just Yeah, absolutely superb. I, I think really that is the ultimate thing for them. If they were to win, well, they can't win the League Cup because they're knocked out of it. The FA Cup will start in January. If they were to win the FA Cup, that would be fantastic. But the real trophy and what really means most to the club, especially from a financial perspective, is being in the Champions League. It's the, it's the biggest club sporting competition in the whole world. And a lot of these big clubs need that money, uh, especially after the COVID situation where a lot of clubs have to basically go back into debt. Now, Tottenham have got a stadium to pay for as well. And it's really important for these clubs to be in the Champions League. Hence why you've got such competition in well, all the leagues around the world, but especially in the big leagues who pay the big wages to make sure that they're in the Champions League. Boz, we're going to let you go now, mate, because I know you're tired. Okay. So uh, have a kip. But look, listen, I just want to let you know, and this is a saying <laughs> that I've used a lot, a lot of time, uh, a, oh, lot, a long time. Always remember, Boz, the fans can do without football if they have to, but football can never do without its fans. Uh, good night and um, sleep tight. Sorry, Boz. Wise words, wise words. Oh, we also, my favourite team, the Young Boys, playing at Wankdorf Stadium. Uh, Man City <laughs> versus Young Boys. You love that. You love that, mate. <laughs> that I, I'm trying to think when it was not, it wasn't last season, it was the season before because they were in Manchester United's group. Yeah, they, well, and I always remember mm. coming on and you hitting me with that game. And by well, the way, just my gonna... favourite team. And when you said and when you said to me on the radio, when you said my favourite team, I'm expecting you to say Barcelona, nah. Real Madrid, I don't know, Young Bayern boys. Munich, I mean, Liverpool. He's going, young boys. And I go, oh, and then I knew exactly because I know where they play. I knew exactly yeah. what you were going to well, say. Well, no, no, I, no I just say they, they are my, one of my uh, favourite teams. Now, Man City versus Young Boys at Wankdorf State. Who's going to come out on Correct. top, do you think? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think Manchester City are favourites. But the game that we're concentrating on is Group, group F. Uh, it's, yeah. it's been called a group of death because of the teams in Newcastle, Para, yeah. Paris Saint-Germain, AC Milan, Borussia Dortmund. Yeah, so we're, our main game would be Newcastle okay. versus Dortmund. But you, you mentioned about Manchester City. Uh, Barcelona are backing action. They're Big undefeated girls. as well. So they'll be looking to go to nine points. So uh, Wankdorf, uh, young, Wankdorf will have n- 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 not going to frighten the Man City boys at all? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But look, listen, you know what it's like when you're playing for a, a top side every week, it's an opportunity for the other teams yeah. to say, you know, to, be able to, you know, to basically put one on you. Yeah, exactly. um, so that'll be exactly the same case. It'll be a packed house as it will be everywhere. Uh, and Celtic as well. A Celtic are playing against Atletico Madrid at Parkhead, mm. looking to to notch their first victory since their return for the first time in five seasons. Last season, they they lost every game, so it'd be, it'd be really good to see uh, if Celtic can uh, can can get a win uh, in the Champions League. Bozza, you are a credit to yourself, you're a credit to your family, and you're credit to soccer in general. Good night, Australia. Thank you so thank you so much, Fletcher. I really appreciate that. XXXMB. <laughs> See you, boss. Take care, gentlemen. Uh, he's one of the greats, isn't he? He's one Best. of the greats. What a great uh, synopsis. Great synopsis. Oh, oh, you can great. catch the UFA, uh, UEFA Champions League live, exclusive, and in 4K on Stan Sport. Mark Bosnich, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us on the run home.